Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Um, for such a time as this, you know. <laughs> we share daily devotional each morning here in the office. And I thought this morning's was timely and appropriate to share with you. We live in a world that is broken, and we all know that. It's difficult not to be consumed by it, not to get angry by it. But we do need to be aware of exactly what is happening. The title of the devotional today was Defeating the Deceiver. He will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction. That's out of 2 Thessalonians 2.10. Our arch enemy, Satan, is described as the father of lies out of John 8.44. And his chief weapon in his... War against mankind is deception. We can see this in nations throughout the world where cultures are in moral upheaval, violent, addicted to illicit substances, sensually driven, and with the little respect for human life. This comes in modern, enlightened age when global educational scientists scientific, political, and business communities are continually turning away from the Lord, setting up walls of separation between God and society. In this, we see the deceiver hard at work. His strategy is to blind people to the need for salvation so they won't turn to Christ. This is why it's more important than ever that we remain prayerful. We're aware of his tactics, And we continue to build our lives in God's unchanging principles. We must also be salt and light wherever we go. Understanding that the pain and bondage and separation caused by sin remains deep in the souls of all those who reject the Savior. We must reach, preach the truth and represent Christ well so that others can be freed from his grip and saved. And we will go into our prayer for such a time as this. Jesus, help me to preach the truth and represent you well so that others can be saved. For our hope is in Jesus, and he is the only hope of the Father. We come to you each morning, and I pray that we are not or I am not being ritualistic in our prayers, in my prayers. May our hearts truly be humbled before you. May we realize how unworthy we are and how blessed we are to know you. Our faith is not in religion. We have a relationship with the most holy and high God, with you, the Creator God. You are the truth. You are the way and the life and the light. Our salvation is in you and only in you. 
We praise you, Father. We thank you for Jesus, we, for your love, your grace, and your mercy in our salvation, which came through great sacrifice. I ask that you place your hedge of protection around our president, his staff, and his family. I lift him up to you, O God, as he places himself before the multitudes of this nation. Give him wisdom and discernment for all that comes across his desk, for all the decisions he has to make to lead this nation. This nation is in your hands. We know that, Father. But you have placed Donald J. Trump as our president, and I ask you to lead, guard, and protect him. We ask, O God, that you will protect this nation. There is such unrest and such evil. May we, your people, be able to see through the deception and the lies. May we be wise and be brave and be safe. I ask that you bind the efforts of the enemies, all those who intend to do harm in this election and in the hours and days following. May our enemies not have one victory, Father, not one victory in their plots against this nation and its people and against you. I relay these requests at your feet. Give us calm. Grant us peace. We know you are the protector, and we rest in you for such a time as this. I beg that you hear our prayers, O God. I know that you do. And it is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. You know, we have good news, we have bad news. Very seldom do we hear the good news in in the news <laughs> on the on the TV. And this one came across the other day. As I, I went home, and when I go home, my husband's usually already home. He is retired, but he's still working, if that makes any sense. <laughs> he's doing some odd jobs for other people. I shouldn't say odd jobs. They're, they're jobs. He's building and, and remodeling other people's uh uh, right now he's working on a, on a basement. Somebody wanted to build in their basement. But the good news that's not reported, and, and this was coming from, and I can never remember her name. She's the, uh, the woman that's on, <laughs> forgive me. She's the woman that's on before Lou Dobbs. She's already on, and I never can remember her name because I don't ever hear her introduction. But she does a good job. And she was talking about this particular, uh, News that no one is reporting. Not anybody's reporting it. Now, she reported it, and and we managed to find it, but the mainstream media hasn't reported it, and it's, it's news that needs to be reported. U.S. Marshals have rescued 45 missing children as part of an Operation Autumn Hope. Now, this is coming from Fox News. Authorities arrested around 179 individuals for various sex crimes during this operation. U.S. Marshals in Ohio rescued 45 missing children and 109 additional human trafficking survivors during Operation Autumn Hope. Ohio Attorney General David Yost said it was the largest anti-human trafficking effort in the state history. Our human trafficking task forces, local law enforcement teaming up with the state, conducted a massive statewide sting last week. 
Yost wrote in a statement on Twitter, I'm surprised that wasn't banned, Operation Autumn Hope is the largest single HT operation, human trafficking, in the state history. Our goal, on Ohio, where no human is bought or sold. It's, it's hard to understand that this is going on here in the United States of America. But my friends, it's not only going on, it is rampant in this nation. And it has been. The news doesn't talk about it. We don't talk about those missing children. I don't even know if they're still putting them on little uh, um, milk carton in schools. But it is a horrible thing that's going on in this nation. And I can't help but wonder why Congress is quiet about it. The President has not been quiet about it. A lot of it is uh, part of what goes on on the borders with these coyotes trafficking children back and forth into this nation, selling them or selling their services. My friends, it's, it's bad. And this was good news. 45 missing children and 109 additional human trafficking survivors. Meaning they were no longer children. The goal in Ohio where no human is bought or sold. <laughs> Shouldn't that be the goal in the whole United States? All 50 states? Every county? Every city? Every town? This is something that we need to be in prayer about, my friends, because it's an addiction in this nation. We've seen that with the Epsteins and the Weinsteins and the Hollywoods and the congressional people who are always in their little, we call them scandals, but they're crimes. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America the lights on. The following is not paid for or endorsed by any political candidate, party, or radio station. American liberty is in the fight of our life, and we need a battle plan. Thomas Jefferson stated, The tyranny of the legislature is really the danger most to be feared and will continue to be so for many years to come. We're under a political monopoly working against the republic and calling the U.S. a democracy, which is mob rule. The battle plan has been given to us by Thomas Jefferson. 
when once a republic is corrupted, there is no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils but by removing the corruption and restoring its lost principles. Every other correction is either useless or a new evil. November 3rd, remove the corruption and evils of the Democrat socialism. From dog catcher to senator, vote out every Democrat. Once the Dems are severely rendered in the numbers, the Republican Party can no longer hide in silence. November 3rd, re-elect Donald Trump and give him the Congress we, the people, deserve. And let's bring America home. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we have Daniel with us. Daniel, how are you doing today? Beth Ann, I am great. Always a pleasure to be with you on this crazy Friday, just a few days before a very consequential Tuesday. Four days. Four days to go. and uh, Crazy. And and lots of miles to go. It's lots. It may be down to four days, but we got lots of miles, lots of lots of coverage, um, lots of things to cover on the way. I have in my hand uh, something from Power of the Future: the Democratic Takeover. How a blue wave in November will destroy American energy and independence. And I thought maybe we ought to address that in this segment today. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And this is the latest. Uh, study that we've put out of what the future could look like. We're very optimistic ones, some very alarming ones, and this one is an absolute Halloween scare tactic uh, mm-hmm. uh, because it is a scary scenario. What would happen if there is, at least according to the polls, this blue wave on Tuesday and the Democrats control all the branches of government, both houses, uh and the presidency, or as AOC would say, all three branches, the House, the Senate, and the White House, the three <laughs> branches of government. Uh, yeah, we need somebody like that in charge, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, we look at what the House did with these, uh, um, the sham Russia hoax hearings, investigations. Um, what will happen to energy industry? Joe Biden has said he wants energy executives prosecuted criminally for what they've done to the environment. What happens if Bernie Sanders chairs uh, uh, certain Senate committees? What happens to uh, so many energy issues, right, uh, uh, regulars, et cetera, but a whole sweeping level of, of reform and change? I, I hate to call it reform because it's deform. It's deforming our country. Yes, it is deforming. Um, 
across the board, right? And and I've I've tried to remind people it was not long ago. I can see the terrible terrorist attack we saw in Nice just a few oh. years ago. Three people killed in a church, woman decapitated. Like, think of how truly satanic you have to be to come with a knife. Just just imagine in that. Um, it's hard to, to chop the head off a snake in your backyard with a shovel, let alone decapitate a human being. Um, yeah, that's right. I mean, nobody wants to do that. It's just, you know. It, no. And it's, a, and it's an intimidation. They want to be as gruesome as possible to intimidate. And, and, and we forget that. that these types of attacks, they were not, they were happening in America, right? It wasn't yes, long ago that we saw Christmas market and malls get shot up by Islamic terrorists and we stopped talking about it. Why? Because ISIS is basically gone. We've destroyed their their leadership. We've killed most of them flat out with targeted strikes um, and we've bankrupted them because of energy dominance. We don't buy their oil. We don't buy Middle Eastern oil well, and so they don't have any Trump. money. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't happened since President Trump. No. And and, and what happened in Nice is, I, I hate to sound like I'm trying to scare people, but those days will come back, right? We forget about the caravans of 60,000 people marching up to the border saying, we are going to enter America and you're going to feed us and give us clothing and health care and, and jobs because we demand it. And those caravans have stopped because we've built hundreds of miles of border fencing and Mexico is now solving the problem for us. Um, those days will come back, right? Uh, um, the Biden administration, uh, the, the, uh, the Obama administration of $5 gas, four seventy-five on average for eight oh, years. No. Those, those days will come back, right? So what we're trying to paint is a picture. Clearly, I focus on energy, but we're trying to paint a picture of if they get full control like they have had, these things will return. And we've forgotten about how bad they were. Um, mostly because the media never celebrated the fact that this president won a lot of things and battles. Um, we've forgotten about them, but they will return, and will it be too late? Well, they don't respect him. The bad guys do. They respect him and fear him. Yeah. So I was Very writing down so. as you were talking, He, what's happened in this administration, becoming energy independent because of the policies and opening up of things by President Donald Trump. We're making America energized <laughs> and warming. Yeah. We're warmer and we're safer. And we've yeah. got a long way to go. And I know we see rioting in the streets, and that's not that's not his fault. That's no. that's being bought and paid for by the Democrat Party and the leftists that want to destroy this nation. And they're trying to intimidate the voters. That's what that's all yeah. about. You vote for and us, and, riders, and we'll, this will go away. <laughs> those rioters will all disappear once this election is over, just like the Occupy Wall Street movement disappeared when the 2012 election was over. We stopped talking about you know, corporate greed, et cetera, because Romney was rich and, and Obama won, and it was all over. Um, these, these protesters and all of this nonsense, um, they will go away because – the people who fund them will stop funding them. They no longer serve a purpose. The sad thing is, is that many, many cities and municipalities did enact change based upon them, thinking they are real. So we did see 
strike down funding from New York to Seattle in their budget decisions, et cetera, um, not realizing, well, this is fake, right? This is phony. This is all manufactured and paid for. Um, mm-hmm. Those those folks will go away once the election is done, um, but the, the damage they will do in the process is going to be very, very real, and we need to brace for what's to come if they have complete control of government. Well, and it's not going to be pretty if they take control. And and I saw, I don't know if you saw this, this was going around on Parler and Twitter, and I don't even remember the guy who who tweeted it out, but, you know, they've done a big article about AOC and Vanity Fair, and she's got all kinds of pictures, and she's in these high-dollar fancy suits, and I don't know that it's $14,000 worth of clothing, but this guy says only a socialist can pose in $14,000 clothes during a pandemic advocating for policies that will force people to pay more for their hard-earned money in taxes and not uh, realize they're dressed in the clothes of hypocrisy. AOC is like every socialist leader. She's destructive and greedy, and that's exactly the truth. That's exactly the truth. They are destructive and greedy, and that's what we're going to see. And look at the money. Go ahead. Look at the money. Sorry, I mean to interrupt you, but but exactly on your point, look at the money the Biden family has made. Look at the wealthiest woman Mm -hmm. in Venezuela is Hugo Chavez's daughter, right? Did did she ever (laughs) own anything? She never made anything, but her father just stole billions of dollars, and, and now it's hers. You're right, stole it from the people. Socialists always do very well. Look at Bernie Sanders, the greatest socialist in America, has mm. multiple homes and flies on private jets, and uh, it's good Tell to be a socialist. Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, and while <laughs> well, he wrote a book. He said he's a millionaire because he wrote a book. I wish I could get yeah. my book done so I could be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and while this is happening, we saw... Uh, uh, I don't mean bizarre. Let me rephrase that. We see this diverse coalition of Brett Favre, Zach Nicholas, uh, Little Wayne. I mean, we see rap oh, wow. stars, celebrities, uh, uh, professional athletes, Ice Cube. I mean, Ice Cube is no longer a famous rap star. It's no longer 1996. He's an actor. He is still on TV, and his show is very, very popular. And this is the co-voting President Trump, and we're supposed to believe the polls that his only supporters are you angry white people, right? Only angry white racists are the president's support. Well, if you look at his Conservative women whose husbands tell them how to vote. (laughs) My husband kind of laughs about that. (laughs) So don't believe your lying eyes, right? Don't believe the fact that he goes to, to... Arizona and 30,000 people stand. He goes to Wisconsin and 20,000 people stand in the cold. Look, there are dueling uh, uh, um, rallies this whole weekend between Biden and Trump. Go and compare the numbers yourself. And I'm sorry, if, if thousands of people wanted to see Joe Biden, they would allow that. They need the optics. They need the enthusiasm. But his events have 40 people standing in circles. Barack Obama can't draw more than 40 cars no, really was, honking in a parking lot. He might have had 100, and it, it was just, or 200 people. It was nothing compared to what 
happens with the Donald Trump. And I don't believe the polls, Daniel, but I'm going to tell my people, you get out and vote like every vote, because every vote is important. But you need to get out and vote, because these other guys are cheating. (laughs) So you need to vote to to Trump. To Trump, they're cheats. (laughs) Yes. And the media is telling us that Texas is in play, right? Texas is, it's tied in Texas, and and O'Biden, Biden could pull the upset. Well, if that's true, Biden should spend all weekend in Texas and put him over the edge. But instead of showing up Minnesota, which hasn't voted for a Republican in 70 years, he's going to Wisconsin. I thought he was up 17 in Wisconsin. So if the polls are accurate and he's going to win Texas and Georgia, why is he going to states that he's up by double digits? So clearly they know the polls are lying. They do. And they knew before in 2016. They knew then. Uh, Hillary was not a smart uh, campaigner, but they knew. They knew then that they were in trouble. The crowds tell the tale. Thank you, Daniel. We will see you next week. And uh, we'll help bring this in on Wednesday. Thank you. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Turn to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have something here I kind of wanted to share with you. It said to please warn that your mailing list to check to see if their usual polling place is going to be open or has moved before Tuesday. So this is coming um, out of Wisconsin. He says South Beloit normally has two polling stations open, but they have just now closed both of them, and moved to an entirely new location. It says, the Beloit Daily News, however, just had a small posting on this, on page three of their Wednesday paper announcing the move. So what he's saying is, you need to call where you vote and find out, or call your precinct, and find out where it is you need to go and see if they have changed it. He says, if thousands of voters did not see that article... They will be going to their old polling station, and there will be most likely not be any information posted there advising them about the polling station moved, moving to a new location, excuse me. He said Beloit did this exact same thing for the recent Wisconsin Supreme Court race. And I know people that went to vote did not know about the change, and they were simply not able to vote for Wisconsin Supreme Court justice because of this. He says this is called... This is another type of voter suppression by direct government action. You know, I've read someplace that that the Democrats are worried about um, voter, uh, uh, when they say the Russians are trying to get into our voting, they're worried about that the American people are going to do it. (laughs) And we have people over here on Facebook that are talking to us from other states that are supposed to be the questionable ones, just like uh, Daniel was talking about. Interference. They're afraid that the people are going to interfere with the, with the election. And, um, it's, uh, it's curious. You know, I, I really have a feeling that it's going to be a big win. But I'm not so confident that I would say, don't worry and go, not vote, because I'm going to go vote. And, uh, I know that there is going to be a lot of fraud. It's been set up to have fraud, 
It's been set up so that they can accuse the president of fraud. This man has taken on so much for this nation. I have an article here. It's written in a rhetorical way. In order to combat the hate Trumpers, many who hate him refuse to or completely ignore or acknowledge the good things that have happened through this president. Now, like I said before, I don't, I'm not appreciative of everything he's done. Because I think he did some things that I would disagree with. And if I sat down and had coffee with him, I'd tell him. Today, throughout the show, though, we were gonna, we're gonna look at the extreme differences. So, our non-political president and the career politician, Biden, we're gonna look at the stark differences in how they have governed. Now, this was coming from someone on Facebook. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, never met him, but he's a good friend. I've read some of his things on, on Facebook. I think this was just a copy and paste. I don't think he wrote it. But it says, and I'm not going to read it in this style, but it's the buffoon in the White House. And it's actually talking to a hater of Trump is who it's addressing. But I'm not going to do that. I, I'm so sick and tired of the disrespect for this president. I didn't like President Barack Obama. But he was still president. Anyway, it goes on in this, and it says, You mean the man in the White House? The man who just brokered two Middle East peace accords something that 71 years of political intervention and endless war failed to produce. He has now been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, Peace Prize by three separate world leaders. He's been uh, nominated for four of them now, I think. Do you mean the man, the first president that has not engaged us in foreign war since Eisenhower? Do you mean the man who promised to destroy ISIS and kept that promise? Something Obama promised to do but couldn't. And I'm going to add the words, or wouldn't. Do you mean the man that has had the greatest impact on the economy? Bringing jobs and lowering unemployment to the black and the Latino population more than any other president ever? Do you mean the man who has exposed the deep, widespread, and long-standing corruption of the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA, and the Democratic Party? Now, I will add, there are some in the Republican Party. We do have Mikowski and Collins, and we have Romney now, and there's others. There's others. McCain was terribly corrupt. Do you mean the man who turned NATO around and had them start paying their dues? You see, they weren't paying their dues. We were doing it. Do you mean the man that neutralized the North Koreans, stopped them from developing further nuclear capabilities, sending missiles toward Japan and threatening the West Coast to the U.S.? Do you mean the man that repositioned our embassy in Jerusalem? Something every president before him promised to do, but never had the guts to do it. Do you mean the man that also, but for the Wuhan-caused pandemic, has stood up to China, brought hundreds of businesses back to the U.S., and revived the U.S. economy well beyond anything his predecessors 
thought possible without a magic wand. Do you mean the man that has accomplished the the appointing of two Supreme Court justices nominated, well, actually it's been three, nominated an incredibly well-qualified candidate for the current SCOTUS vacancy by this time. This was written before she was uh, confirmed, which happened Monday. And he has placed close to 300 federal judges on the federal bench. Do you mean the man who lowered your taxes and caused your stock market to move to record levels over 100 times, positively impacting the retirements of tens of millions of citizens? Do you mean the man who fast-tracked the development of COVID vaccine? It will be available within months, and we still don't have a vaccine for SARS, bird flu, Ebola, or a host of diseases that arose through the previous administrations. I want to add here that something that I found astronomical that the president did during this time of COVID was bringing in the private sector to get the job done. He brought in the private sector industries to get the job done. Do you mean the man who rebuilt our military, which the Obama administration had crippled and had fired 214 key generals and admirals in his first year of office? Do you mean the man who uncovered and curtailed rampant illegal immigration and widespread sex and drug trafficking in the United States and beyond? We had that story from Ohio, remember? Do you mean the man who works for free and has lost well over $2 billion of his own money in serving and done all of this and much more in the face of relentless undermining and opposition from people who are threatened because they know they are going to be exposed to the criminals that they are in if he is elected. He says, I've got it. You don't like him. He is serving you and all the American people. What are you doing besides calling him names? When you listen to the mainstream media, when you listen to the Trump haters, um, we all hear them. We all have them in our families. None of them mention what he has done, only that they hate him. Rudy had met a, an old friend here a while back, and he's a Democrat. He said, well, I don't like what he did, you know, and he's going back to that, that video or that audio from when he supposedly was bragging about grabbing a woman. <laughs> but I said, well, what about Biden? He's been accused of that, too. But his accuser's been paid off, bought and paid for, and she's gone. America? Trump may be. <laughs> what does one of them says? I may not like him. I didn't like Pat neither, but I was glad he was there in World War II. Their personalities don't matter a whole lot. It's getting the job done. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're going to talk about Biden when you come back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, 
I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Makeup America is a brand new line of makeup made in America. Ladies, did you know that most American beauty brands do not make their cosmetics here in the USA? There is no guarantee of quality and transparency of ingredients, testing on animals, abidance to health and safety regulations, or quality control within the manufacturing environment. The old saying, beauty is only skin deep, refers to what's on the inside of the woman. And as you know, what's inside your beauty products matters to your skin. Makeup America is made in the USA, and they pledge to you that their products are non-GMO, paraben-free, fragrance-free, and never tested on animals. Launch your patriotism with Independence Red, Lady Liberty Blue. There's a variety of nail and lip colors to match. And lip care. MakeupAmerica.us Use promo code BEST20 to receive 20% discount. MakeupAmerica.us The following is not paid for or endorsed by any political candidate, party, or radio station. Ladies, Democrats are counting on your votes, but you cannot count on the Democrats. Socialism pushed by our Democrats is an economic theory proven to fail, characterized by state government ownership of businesses, property, and services. The state is in charge of production and distribution of all goods. Social programs and services cannot be offered to you unless they take your dollars and your choices away. Education will not be free. It will be controlled. No school choice. Health care will not be free or affordable. It will be controlled. Defunding our local police, disarming citizens, letting prisoners go free is the true existential threat to your safety and your family. President Donald Trump is not the enemy of the republic. He is the enemy of the political elites and the Democrat socialists and the globalists. November 3rd, vote against every Democrat from dog catcher to senator. Vote for President Donald Trump. Let's restore our republic and bring America home. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping.
we have the charge of listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're heading into a weekend. We have four days, four days before the election. This has been a wild election. Everything's been wild since Donald Trump came down that escalator. <laughs> the hate that has uh, been thrown at this man is really being thrown at you, the American people. You know, he was their buddy. He'd given money to both sides of the aisle in politics. Yeah, that's what rich people do, you know. And um, besides how he lived his life, I mean, I know when he was his playboy running guy, I didn't particularly care for him. But he's been a good president. Like I said, I haven't liked everything he's done. But he's been a good president. I have an article here. And I have a writing, and I know I'm going to run out of time, but it says election between the love and the hate. Why are President Trump's rallies packed while Biden's rallies are deserted? Where were all the Democrats who joined in the Black Lives Matter riots and who packed the streets of D.C. for the Women's March, who are wailing in front of the, or the ones that are wailing in front of the Supreme Court and burning down Portland? Democrats aren't campaigning for Joe Biden. They're just campaigning against Donald J. Trump. The Biden-Harris ticket is a placeholder. Two candidates picked by Wall Street and Hollywood, by corporate donors looking for the best angle, bringing together a friend of segregationists and the woman who accused him of racism, and then negotiated with the party's socialist wing, to split the difference between the prospective administration's crony capitalism and socialism. Nobody's going to rally for that. In 2020 election, can be boiled down to love against hate. It pits MAGA against the 1619 Project, those who love this country against those who want to destroy it. A Republican rallies At Republican rallies, American flags are waved, but at Democrat riot flags, churches and shops are burned. The active part of the Democrat base won't show up to Biden's rally because they won't be allowed to destroy things and because they're not animated by the positive, but by the negative. His speeches are negative. Have you noticed that? He's angry. The left's radical change agenda isn't born out of idealism, but cronyism, cynicism. To get to the point where it can gather in mobs, topple statues, and tear down the United States, its followers have to believe that this country is fundamentally evil. Critical race theory is so popular because, like the more conventional Marxism before it, It resonates with what the mobs already believe. They're not voting for Biden or for anything. They're not capable of being for things, only against them. The only thing their principles ever amount to is self-righteous outrage. This election will test if their hate is stronger than the love. Of Americans have for this nation. I loved that line. That was out of American Greatness, and Daniel Greenfield wrote that. 
He wrote a lot more. It was four pages long. And I know I'm going to run out of time, and we'll be here Monday, and we'll be here Tuesday. I want to encourage you. I want you to understand that the love that you have for this nation must absolutely outweigh the outrage and the hate that the left have. Not just for this nation. When we talk about this nation, we're talking about you. Paul Hamby wrote this, and he's naming the things that Joe Biden has done in his political career. The destruction of the family. Biden wrote and sponsored and voted for welfare laws that encouraged fatherless homes. That began the destruction. Well, actually, it began in in, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson's era. The destruction of the family, in particular the black families of this nation. During the 1990s, unemployment rates went up in the USA and this sank to the historical low levels for white Americans. However, the jobless rate among black men in, the, in their 20s rose to its highest level ever. Created laws that take away due process and are in direct conflict with the will of the Founding Fathers. He wrote... He was responsible for the unconstitutional, we're talking about Biden, the unconstitutional laws that are known as civil asset forfeitures in 1983. Remember those? The Comprehensive Forfeiture Act was introduced by, uh, introduced by Senator Joe Biden. This law, now known as Policing for Profit, gave federal agents nearly unlimited powers to seize assets from private citizens without charging them with a crime. In fact, if they found out they were innocent of what they were even looking at them for, they didn't have to give the property back. I'm going through these rather quickly for the time's sake. On white privilege, it says Senator Joe Biden spent 40 years making drug laws like three strikes that targeted blacks and minorities. You know, President Donald Trump's getting them out of prison now. It's prison reform. He's redone this. Joe Biden hung out with Robert Byrd, which was the leader of the KKK. But he wants us to believe that he's not a racist, and Trump is. Federal spending. We should balance the budget, even if that means we have to freeze spending on social programs. Senator Biden said that. But in January of 1995, he then voted for the federal government to borrow money and raise the debt ceiling nine more times. They just lie to you. Joe Biden has spent 47 years lying to you, destroying the Constitution, destroying the family, destroying middle America, and he wants to be president so he can shut this country down and blame it on a pandemic. There's more. We're going to go into this in depth on Monday, if we possibly can, and some other things. They're not voting for Joe Biden. They can't vote for anything. They're too full of hate. So they have to vote against something. So they're voting against America. They're voting against freedom. They're voting against independence. I saw some, they were interviewing people at Trump rallies, and they were interviewing... (laughs) <laughs> what few people were at the, the Biden rally. And the difference is, is like day and night. 
But the one woman standing there trying to talk with her mask over her face, she points at her mask and she says, she says, this doesn't make me unfree. This isn't about freedom. <laughs> yeah, it is. Breathe the fresh air. Now, I know people, in fact, I have family who are suffering with COVID. It is real. Young man in this community was lost about the age of some of my sons was in school with him, was lost. Many elderly were lost in this and Our county is kind of a hot spot. But I refuse. I refuse to sit down and shut up. I will not do that. I am a free American, and so are you. We can be careful. We can be cautious. We can take care. But we can be free and bring America home. Are you a native son or daughter of the South who pleads the stars and bars? Someone not born in Dixieland, but who is a Johnny Reb at heart and looking for a place to shop that promotes Southern heritage? Well, your search is over. Dixie Republic is the place to go for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. Inside the log cabin, just outside Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, Dixie Republic has t-shirts, hats, videos, flags, books, belt buckles, and some of the best mouth-watering barbecue sauce that will ever touch your lips. There's just about everything you want honoring the South at Dixie Republic. Well, you say that South Carolina is a bit too far for you to drive? Have no fear, my friend. All of this is just a mouse click away. Go online at www.dixierepublic.com. You're home for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. My sister began smoking because of friends. I don't think any less of her because she smokes, but it's been really hard because I know she could have done better if she hadn't chose to smoke. She's trying to quit actually right now, but it's a really hard process and she's down to a couple of cigarettes a day, so she's doing really good, but it's been a really hard thing in my family actually. It's caused a lot of problems. My sister smoking definitely hurt my parents. I'd come home sometimes, my mom would just be in tears. Smoking hurts a lot of people, most of whom don't even smoke. I definitely think my religion has played a role in me not smoking. I'm a Christian, and I believe I'm better because I don't smoke. Smoking hurts your friends, your family. It's not worth it in the long run. And you may not realize it now if you are smoking, but you will. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.